I love a good road trip. There is something life-giving to me about heading out my front door, jumping in the car, and getting on the open road. I get an instant sense of, of freedom and an all too momentary relief from all the, the troubles and cares and responsibilities of my life. There doesn't even really need to be a destination in mind for me. I can simply jump in the car and go. And in fact, some of my most memorable adventures were completely aimless. One time in college, I went on a trip with friends. First, we went south and then decided that north was better and then decided west was really the best. We saw almost nothing, unless you count discovering that they actually do close the north rim of the Grand Canyon as seeing something. But again, we didn't have a real destination in mind. It was the journey itself that was the point. And yet, we did go, which means we were obviously looking for something. We may not have had a, a destination, but we were seeking something. Maybe it was an experience. Maybe it was a deeper relationship with one another. Maybe it was an escape. Longing got us to load up the car, fill up the tank, and head out even if we could not exactly name just what we were longing for. And there's something very human about this. We seek and search. We long for something new. We long for something more. We desire wholeness and harmony, peace and union. Many of the great myths and stories throughout the ages involve journeys. Gilgamesh goes off in search of immortality after the death of his friend Enkidu. Odysseus struggles to find his way home after war. The Knights of the Round Table go in search of the Holy Grail. And of course, the biblical narrative is filled with stories of journeys, of seeking, of longing, God sends Abraham and Sarah out as wandering nomads. Later, when God liberates the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt, the people travel in the wilderness for 40 years trying to reach the promised land. Later still, God leads people home after exile in Babylon. It is Jesus who sets his face toward Jerusalem Paul looks to share the good news of, the God, of God to the ends of the earth. This morning, we are given another journey. Wise men or, or magi from the east going off in search of the child who was born king of the Jews, for they have seen his star rising and they long to pay him homage. Since they are in search of a king, they go to the most natural place. They go to Jerusalem, to the seat of power. And there, Herod, who is the, the vassal king of Judea, serving under the Romans, greets the news the wise men bring with fear. Herod 
is after all, a man who came to power by means of violence and betrayal and thus sees the world through that lens. After consulting with the chief priests and scribes, Herod summons the Magi and sends them to Bethlehem to the, to the place the prophet Micah declared would be the birthplace of the Messiah. Herod gives the wise men this information in the hopes that they will return to him with the exact location and identification of the child, but only because Herod wants to kill the one he perceives as a rival. As the Magi head out again, they once again see the star and they follow it until it stops. Filled with joy, they discover the child Jesus and marry his mother. The Magi kneel down before Jesus, pay him homage, and give Jesus gifts of great worth. And after having been warned in a dream not to trust Herod, the Magi head home by another road. Here is a story of a journey that excites the imagination. It invites us to wonder and indeed to wander with these Magi. There is so much that we do not know. For instance, we know they saw the star rising, but we do not know what motivated the Magi to journey forth. Yes, they went to pay homage to a newborn king, but, but why and to what end? Why make a treacherous journey into a foreign land to greet a foreign king? What were they hoping for? What were they hoping to see? What were they longing to know? And did they find what they were looking for? The text does not fill in most of those blanks. And so we're left to wonder and to imagine. To my mind, these magi go off in search of what we are all ultimately searching for. The magi go off in search of truth, of meaning, of beauty. They go off in hopes of wholeness and communion. And thus, as they go off in search of these things, they go off in search of God. And they catch a glimpse of God and the stars and in the wonder and beauty of creation. They catch a glimpse as they learn from the prophets and the sages of old. And finally, they behold God in that child. They behold God in the one who both hides and reveals God in our very midst. And in that beholding, they are forever changed. They can no longer go home by the way they came. They must return by another road. But we would be mistaken if we think of the Magi as the only ones who are seeking. No, there is a seeking taking place that is mutual and reciprocal. For it is not only the Magi who go off and search for truth, meaning, and beauty. It is not only the Magi who go off in search of God. No, it is God who searches and seeks out these Magi. It is God who causes a star to rise, to ignite the imagination of their hearts. It is God who inspired the prophets to name the place of the Messiah's birth so that the Magi might come and witness it. It is God who greets the Magi and the child Jesus. 
It is God who has sought them out. It is God who has called and wooed and enticed these magi and drew them out of their homes so that they might be forever changed, forever transformed. The reason why stories of being on a journey are so prevalent in human cultures is because we can imagine our lives as a journey. Our journeys are not just reserved for road trips and wanderings in the wilderness. Even as we hunker down and we suffer our way through this tragic pandemic, we are in some ways searching, roaming, wandering. We are searching for wholeness and communion. We are searching for justice and peace. We are searching for truth and meaning and beauty. We are searching for God. But it's not only human beings who seek after God. It is God who seeks after us. It is God who searches for our hearts and longs to make us whole. It is God who looks to draw us into communion. It is God who comes to us in the person of Jesus to become one with humanity so that humanity might become one with God. It is God who seeks after us first before we could ever seek after God. And indeed, it is God who has already found us in Jesus the Christ. At St. A's, we like to say that wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome at Christ's table. When we say this, we are acknowledging that our lives are indeed a journey. And as such, we are acknowledging that our lives are a seeking after truth, beauty, meaning, wholeness, and communion. We are acknowledging that our lives are a seeking after God. And moreover, we are declaring that all along that way, all along that search, all along that journey, God welcomes us. But we might also think now and again to play with that phrase just a little bit. We might learn to say that wherever we are on our spiritual journey, God searches for us. God journeys to us. Amidst the, the tragedy and triumph of our lives, amidst the anguish and the anxiety of this horrible pandemic, and even in the mundane moments, even in the day-by-day -day moments, God seeks after us. And God gives God's self to us so that we might learn to give ourselves to God. God searches for us so that we might search for God. And indeed, God finds us so that we might find God. Amen.